legal preparation or tax preparation, Parker Mellinger is the solution for your tax and accounting needs. Call us today. Your initial consultation is always free at Harker Mellinger, 1811 South Sheridan Avenue in Sheridan. Enjoy a little ray of sunshine at Sunlight Federal Credit Union. Help them celebrate the first day of summer all month long. Enter to win their summertime fun drawing. Get 4.97 APR on a 21-month CD with a $1,000 minimum deposit and a penalty for early withdrawal. Or open a new account and we'll match your initial deposit up to $25. The celebration ends with a branch party on Thursday, June 29th from 11 till the food is gone. Sunlight Federal Credit Union, member NCUA and equal housing lender. The City of Sheridan Weed and Pest Division would like to announce that mosquito fogging will begin starting the week of June 12th and continue through the mosquito breeding season. Fogging will take place Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday evenings when necessary. For more information, to report heavy concentrations of mosquitoes, or to request that your home be in a no-spray zone, please call the mosquito hotline at 307-655-8297 or visit the website at www.sheridanwy.gov. Celebrate Flag Day by setting off fireworks from Whizbang Fireworks. Whizbang Fireworks is open today through Wednesday, June 14th, from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. for you to purchase fireworks and celebrate our flag. From bottle rockets to Roman candles, missiles, fountains, cones, assortment packs, they have a selection for your Flag Day celebration. Whizbang Fireworks is located on North Main Street behind Pizza Hut. Celebrate Flag Day and set off fireworks from Whizbang Fireworks. Open 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. through June. June 14th. Are you looking for a rewarding job? Then Sheridan Memorial Hospital is looking for you. We have openings in environmental services, the dedicated team that keeps our hospital and doctor's offices clean for our patients and staff. Right now, we are offering a sign-on bonus of $2,500 paid out over your first year here. We have great benefits, including medical, dental, and vision insurance, paid time off for vacations and illness, a retirement match, and more. And we are offering on-the-job training. Check out our jobs on the careers page at SheridanHospital.org. Questions? Call Holly at the hospital, 307 673 This is Ken here at Prime Rate Motors. We understand everybody's situation is different. Not everyone that comes to Prime Rate Motors is looking for a new vehicle. We also sell and install GR brand flatbed conversions and Krogman bale feeders. Looking for a trailer? We offer a complete line of GR, Wilson, Merritt, flatbeds, stock trailers, even tandem axle enclosed cargo trailers. Stop in. Let's work something out. Here at Prime Rate Motors, the Super Trailer Store, or PrimeRateMotors.com. Hi, this is Liz Kincaid, host of the new video podcast called Sheridan County Ag Update. Join me this week as I visit with Ike Sankey with Cowgirl Cadillacs Horse Sale, taking place in Sheridan June 15th through the 17th. Sheridan County Ag Update, presented by Heartland Kubota, True Built Builders, and Cowboy State Bank. You can find my video podcast each week and other interviews under the podcast tab on SheridanMedia.com. Join me, Liz Kincaid, host of Sheridan County Ag Update on SheridanMedia.com. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program, brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whitey. Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. I want to thank Aaron Palmer for stepping in for me while I was away. Just got back from my vacation. Went camping back in Star Valley, which uh, 
is uh, always a pleasure. My wife and I using uh, our opportunities to do our staycations and get to know Wyoming just a little bit more. Joining me this morning is the Chief Executive Officer of the Sheridan Chamber of Commerce, Dixie Johnson. Good morning, Dixie, and welcome back. Thanks, Floyd. Good morning to you. Now, uh, you're just getting back as well, aren't you? Well, I'm just getting back. Uh, Last week, I had the opportunity to attend um, our first session of what's called the Wyoming Academy, which was um, is a new program that was put together by Leadership Wyoming and the Wyoming Business Council. And they've put together a cohort group of about 30 people from around the state of Wyoming. And we just launched it last week over in Cody and Powell. So I was over in in that uh, side of the state as well. And it was a great experience and looking forward to completing the rest of them. It's a, it's a pretty neat program. What What is involved in this program, Dixie? What are they teaching us? So Leadership Wyoming, of course, um, is pretty renowned in the state as having a really uh, top-notch leadership development program uh, that brings business leaders from around the state or leaders from around the state. So there's that component in it. But this is also um, really designed, and it is, again, a new program. So we're in the first class um, since they've created it. It's designed around economic development and helping to really um, build capacity at the local level. That is one of the strategic priorities from the Wyoming Business Council. So um, so they teamed up and put together this great program. Uh, it was our first time of showing up over in Cody, uh, meeting the other 29 uh, people who'd, who'd put their applications in and been accepted. And I, and I know there were several other applications of people who didn't make it this time. I'm sure they'll reapply, but it was a great experience. Met a lot of neat people. Um, had some training from the the dean of the College of Business at the University of Wyoming, uh, the Wyoming uh, Business Council's executive director, Josh Durrell, Mandy Fable, who runs Leadership Wyoming, other community leaders um, and professionals, and did some tours of some different businesses and community um just amenities over in Cody and Powell. That sounds pretty fun. Now, getting up there with very like-minded individuals, able to share ideas um, and learn new ones, which which is critical. Economic development nowadays, so difficult. uh, (laughs) It's a tough topic. It's a tough job. It's a tough job. There's a lot of places Mm -hmm. that large businesses can choose to base their operations out of. Mm -hmm. And and there's a lot of uh, amenities that, that communities offer these businesses to kind of coax them through the front door. Right. You know, it's interesting is we we did hear from the Park County um, Economic Development Director, James Clessons, over there, and he's been in his role for several years. Um, they've had some wins of, of recruiting people into the community, but he said in, in every case, and we found that's true here, any business that has relocated to our area um, does so for a number of reasons, but one of the big reasons are the amenities in the community. So when you hear some some leaders say we don't care about amenities. That's not important. It really should be yeah. because that's why they're in the area. And, and if you talk to different businesses that have either um, relocated here or expanded their business here, they're here because of those amenities. And so, um, yeah, it's really important. But the other the other thing that is really important, I think, a lot of times people don't realize 
is that economic is, is economic development isn't just about recruitment. It's really about working with your local businesses because 80% of job growth comes from your local businesses. 100% of job loss comes from your local businesses, right? Wow. So working in and supporting local businesses and entrepreneurship and then having that recruitment component is really important as well. But um, learning a ton, it was a great experience. And then we'll head down to Evanston and Kimmer in August for our next session. We have a lot of homework to do between now and then. Um, but yeah, we have uh, four of us from the Sheridan area that were selected to participate. So we've got a few of our colleagues here in Sheridan that are going um, in addition to me. And it was a great experience. That's fantastic to hear. You know, uh, I had another question for you before we get into upcoming events. Okay. When I was over in Etna, a very small town here in Wyoming, mm-hmm. uh, there, a great little cafe there, busy as heck, uh, no help. Right. Uh, the one thing right. that the the owner kept telling me the whole time, I can't get help. I'm sorry, you're gonna have to wait. It just kind of blows my mind, Dixie. We're Isn't still it? in that situation. How bad is that still here? Uh, oh, that that situation. It's everywhere. And so you know, regularly, I, I receive information, newsletters, updates from the U.S. Chamber of Commerce. We're a member of the U.S. Chamber, and um, their chief economist, Curtis Dubay, he's he sends out updates quite regularly. And our gap between available jobs and available workforce is still in the millions as a nation. So if everybody that could uh, go back to work, went back to work, we're still a couple million short of filling the jobs that are available. And so that is on a big scale, but it's also hitting our local communities and it's hitting all of us. Um, You know, there's many factors involved and at play here, but um, worker shortage is huge. And so businesses are having to compete Um, And they're having to rethink and innovate around competing for workforce. And they're also having to spend a lot of time, and it's really important that they do so, on their own culture, their, you know, their own benefits, um, you know, getting people, retaining their employees because that's huge. Mm -hmm. So fascinating to hear that because usually you know when i was growing up the 80s the 90s it was the exact opposite we Mm -hmm. had a lot of unemployment here not 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 centralized here but in the united states you never heard about worker shortages you always heard that there wasn't enough jobs right uh that people are unemployed that they can't find work yeah well you know and again there's so many reasons so when you start getting into that conversation you can point to so many different factors one of them being the baby boomers who who took up so many of those jobs and many of them who have started retiring and especially since COVID that great resignation you know uh, not just from the baby boomers but the great resignation from people you know um, who've resigned and decided to start their own businesses or do something else or whatever else that comes into play the um, the tremendous wealth that uh, people are inheriting younger people are inheriting it plays a role in that so if our our Grandfather, our grandparents, our parents and grandparents didn't work their tails off to um, to basically build their own nest egg and then leave it to the younger generation. We'd probably have more younger people working because yeah. they would have to because they don't have the inheritance. But there's just so many factors when you start when you start diving into it and you and then you go oh and then there's this and then there's this and then there's this. So you have to look at it as a whole. Um, but really. Again, our our businesses can do themselves a favor if they really pay attention to what it's uh, to creating that culture, providing benefits, thinking outside the box, 
and then meeting the needs of their workers that they have, you know, um, finding out what it is your workers, what motivates them, because it's not always just a paycheck, you know. Oftentimes, it's culture and leadership. One thing about the millennials and Generation uh, Z that I've learned is, is they're more about experiences than than building wealth or, or building, you know, a, a cash pot that they can lean on. Right. Which, which really, you know, I don't, I don't know what to think about it either way. I'm, a, I'm an <laughs> Xer. I've stepped back from the argument. All right. So uh, let's let's talk about the deadline today. Uh, for the upcoming chamber lunch program later this week. we got to have uh, our reservations in by 4 p.m.? We're asking for people to let us know by 4 p.m. today if they are planning to attend our chamber lunch program. Now, this is the last one until August because we do take the month of July off. Uh, but we have a great program this month, and it'll be held, first of all, on Wednesday, June 14th, at the historic Sheridan Inn, and we have uh, catering by Bombshell Catering. So Sheridan Media's own Jim Schellinger, <laughs> he moonlights a little bit, um, and he and Steve are going to do a great uh, meal of smoked pork tenderloin, green beans, um, cheesy hash brown potatoes. Who can pass those up, right? Um, it's just going to be a great, a great meal. The lunch uh, buffet and program all comes at one price of twenty dollars a person, and it's open to anybody, whether you're a chamber member or not. So, but we do ask for you to register in advance and you can do that on our website sheridanwyomingchamber.org you can give us a call at 672-2485 or you can stop down and see us at 54 south main so we'll help get you registered our program this month is is really revolving around community and so you're familiar with the community review that last year was um a multi-month process it involved surveys mm-hmm. um it involved town hall meetings it involved stakeholder sessions and um really we've received the report now this is an opportunity for those members of our economic development task force to report out on it to the community and also have some q a um so we're looking forward to that and then and i'll be involved in that but we have a number of other speakers and including Stu McRae, um, who's a city administrator, Christy Haswell with County Commissioners, I believe Zoila Perry with Downtown Sheridan Association, um, Amy Albrecht with the Center for Violet Community, and then myself. We're all going to be taking some components of what's in the community review report and sharing those uh, with the audience. And then we'll also hear from Steve Meyer, um, who is the president of the Sheridan Johnson County's Critical Air Service Team. Some people call it CAST. Um, he's going to be given an update on on air service and how things are going in our community and what changes or what's changing around air service you know, at a national level and also what's what we're looking for at a local level. And then also um, our Platinum Community Partner host this month is Kenan. So we'll be hearing from Becky Cooper, who is their executive vice president. And they're one of our manufacturing companies in this community, one of those that has grown and expanded and, you know, really focuses hard on culture and retaining their employees. So um, looking forward to hearing from her as well. So it's going to be a great program. It really sounds like this one's going to be quite full. Uh, of a lot of great information. Uh, you know, I know how much work went into that uh, community review. Uh, you guys were out there trying to get this done at every right. opportunity. Uh, and the information that came from that, very vital to a community to uh-huh. know as we go forward with our future goals and ambitions right. as a community. Yeah. Uh, so this sounds like it's going to be a great time. Uh, one more time, 4 p.m. Is your deadline, folks, uh, if you could contact the chamber, $20 per person, correct? Correct, correct. And, and I, I can testify 
that food's going to be great. He, <laughs> he brings it to Christmas every year. And the location as well. Thanks to the Historic Sheridan Inn for allowing us to have a, the event there um, and then bring in a caterer. And thanks to Bombshell for um, stepping up. This is going to be great. Again, it starts at 1130 on Wednesday, June 14th. And we try to be wrapped up as close to 1 o'clock as we can. It's going to be a full program. So it depends on how many questions are in the audience but but we're looking for some great engagement and discussion all right i'm going to take a quick commercial break when we come back we're going to talk about uh, wyoming's tax structure presentation that is also coming up you're listening to public pulse on 930 kroe and 103.9 fm shared Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize another winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, Sheridan Area Search and Rescue is receiving these funds per random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment Member FDIC. Wyo Renovation is not a remodeling company. They're a renovation company. They'll purchase your property, no matter the condition, and renovate it back to its former glory. They're a compassionate and caring company that is wanting to assist those with properties that the owners don't know what to do with or simply cannot do the work anymore. Find out more at wildrenovation.com or find them on Facebook. Frackleton's is now back for dinner on Monday nights. And attention all ladies looking for a fun night out with your girlfriends? Come join us at Frackleton's Monday evenings where ladies get happy hour prices all evening. Relax and unwind in our stylish and welcoming atmosphere and let our friendly staff take care of all your needs. Whether you're celebrating a special occasion or just catching up with friends, dinner at Frackleton's Mondays with our ladies' night is the perfect way to do it. Don't miss out. See you on Monday evenings at Frackleton's. If you think the only job at a broadcast station is in front of a microphone, you're missing some great opportunities. The broadcasting industry in Wyoming is thriving and offers exciting career opportunities in many areas, including advertising sales, careers in promotion, News, business administration, digital, engineering, graphic design, and more. You can learn about these career opportunities by visiting the Wyoming Broadcasters Virtual Job Fair June 12th through June 16th at broadcastersvirtualjobfair.com. This job fair will provide information about jobs available in the broadcast industry as well as specific positions at Shared Media. You'll have the opportunity to apply for great jobs online and begin a career in Wyoming's exciting broadcast industry. Stop by the Wyoming Broadcasters Job Fair, June 12th through June 16th. Visit broadcastersvirtualjobfair.com. That's broadcastersvirtualjobfair.com. If your pops is tops, enter the pops is tops Father Day sweepstakes online at SheridanMedia.com. You could win your pop a $300 gift card to Bloat Earn Lumber in Sheridan. Did you know they have Father's Day gifts? Don't let your dad go without one. Enter the Pops' Tops Father's Day sweepstakes from now through June 15th for a chance to win a $300 gift card to Blowdorn Lumber in Sheridan. Just go to the contest page online at SheridanMedia.com. 
Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, proudly brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. This morning we're speaking with the Chief Executive Officer of the Sheridan County Chamber of Commerce, Dixie Johnson. Now I teach you a little bit about uh, the upcoming Wyoming tax structure presentation, but before we get into that, Dixie, we've got business after hours coming up. When's the next one going to happen? So the next one is going to be next week. So the third Wednesday of every month is our business after hours, and it'll be held from 5 to 7 p.m. And it's going to be held at our office, but we're not hosting um, our uh Platinum Community Partner um, and Tech Spring Creek Mine will be hosting business after hours, but because of their location, uh, remote <laughs> location, they felt that that might have a better turnout if they had it here in, in Sheridan. So they're going to be using the chamber office. We're located at 54 South Main and uh, from 5 to 7 on June 21st. Uh, we invite everybody to come on down, engage with uh, some of our um, the mine manager and some of his employees and have uh, some some good uh, opportunity to win some door prizes, connect with other businesses and business people in the area um, at our business after hours this month. You know, uh, my father worked at a mine for years and years and years. Uh So uh, I can attest to the absolute necessity of uh, mines. Uh, The Smoky Canyon mine employed, I don't know how many different people out of Star Valley, Wyoming, and I Mm -hmm. think it still does. Very Mm -hmm. important for uh, work up there. And great work to have, too. You know, my father was with him until he retired. So uh, dependable work at a simple, great company. All right. Moving on, let's talk about the upcoming Wyoming Tax Structure Presentation. This is going to be with the Wyoming Taxpayers Association. What's going to be talked about? So first of all, the reason we're having this, um, our Government Affairs Committee and our Business Retention and Expansion Committee are kind of co-hosting this and coordinating this. We had the opportunity and uh, to to have Ashley, she's going to be in town uh, to have her do this presentation. I've seen her presentation before. It's really kind of eye-opening. I mean, everybody thinks they kind of know a little bit about our tax structure, but she really does explain it in a way where it makes such great sense and gives you such clarity. Uh, and, and it also then kind of uh, connects some dots when when we start having challenges, you know, at, at our legislative level or there's, um, you know, when we're talking our state's budget, you know, our tax burden is really pretty low and Wyoming has one of the best tax structures, right? Um, and we rely heavily on the uh, extractive industry. Uh, to offset those, but she's going to kind of to to talk a little bit about that. We'll probably dive a little bit into property tax, you know, when that one's really hit everybody hard, um, but also maybe some of the legislative kind of priorities or what she thinks will be priorities coming up at the next legislative session. But um, Ashley is a great uh, speaker. She's very knowledgeable. Uh, prior to being with the Wyoming Taxpayers Association, and she was uh, an economic development pres- professional over in Goshen County. And um, so she's she's going to be somebody hopefully who has a, a great draw. It is open to anybody who would like to attend. Again, our, our government affairs and business retention expansion committees are hosting. Um, but we're looking forward to a great presentation. It'll be held at the Best Western Sheridan Center on June 28th. It'll start at 730 in the morning, and it does include a light breakfast. So it's $20 a person to cover the cost of that and the program. But we invite anybody who wants to to also register in advance. We will need to give um, give them a number for food. Uh, so register in advance at the chamber, again, same way as you do for the chamber lunch program. So I, I won't need to uh, – are you guys going to develop your own kind of registration page for this event? We do have one, yeah. Okay. 
Yes. Oh, you, it's, it's already, already up. up and going. Fantastic. All you got to do, folks, jump on there and uh, get registered for this. Uh, you know, nothing really explains taxes like context. You might be able to look at the numbers on, on a page, but as soon as you get some context attached to a lot of those things... Oh, it fills in the dots. Right. You know, and part of this is not just to have a presentation where she just talks and then leaves. It's really to have that Q&A period and discussion. So we encourage people who have questions to come on out, uh, register in advance, but come on down on June 28th for some breakfast and uh, some information about taxes. <laughs> some tax information. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, I would say, you know, regularly, wow, that uh, might be a dry presentation. But this year, you know, with the, with the way the property taxes hit folks, I really feel that that place is going to be pretty full just so that we can try to understand this tax system a little bit more. Let's go ahead and talk about the Freedom Toyota Suds and Spurs Brew Fest. Are we still looking for vendors and brewers? Absolutely, and sponsors. So, yes, so the the Chambers fundraiser, the major fundraiser of the year, uh, for several years now has been our Fremont Toyota Suds and Spurs Brew Fest. And so we have a date, August 26th. It'll be on Saturday. It'll be held at Whitney Commons Park. Uh, We're in the plan detail or getting all the details planned if you will uh getting our brewers all confirmed um if anybody's interested in being a food vendor we take a few of those um but we're really looking for those sponsors uh several of them have uh, businesses have sponsored in the past they know the value of sponsoring our fremont toyota suds and spurs brew fest uh but if anybody's interested in sponsoring give us a holler at the chamber and talk to bobby real quick dixie let's just touch on um the the what the Toyota Suds and Spurs Brewfest really is uh, when somebody buys a sponsorship, what are they what are they purchasing with that? You know, um, first of all, they're supporting the Chamber of Commerce, which we are a, a nonprofit organization. So there's that piece. Um, but they also get a lot of exposure. And so with all of our marketing, we do um, marketing locally. We do a little bit outside because, of course, we're trying to draw people into the community. So they're spending their dollars in our community, supporting our local businesses. Um but also, um, they get an opportunity to, you know, be recognized during announcements and on um, sometimes, you know, whether it's banners or, or table placards, and um, really they're supporting that event that has uh, that enables the chamber to then to then turn around and support so many different initiatives and efforts in our community all year long and create programs like our ignite conference and like being able to hold this Wyoming taxpayers session and continue with our committee's work um and really be a strong chamber that's responding to the needs of our community absolutely that's our goal absolutely uh you had a couple of announcements you wanted to make really quick uh, a few reminders uh if you want to touch on those so i just wanted to touch on uh that our Wyoming Chambers Health Benefit Plan, which is um, health insurance that we've had and been a part of since 2007, is currently open enrollment. And the Wyoming Chambers Health Benefit Plan is um, it's a, a welfare benefit plan that was established under the Internal Revenue Service. And so it's really, though, designed and was created for small businesses. You can have a minimum uh, size of a small as small a size as two on your group health insurance plan. It is group health insurance. Um, but that's what it was designed and, and created for. Currently, you have to be a member of a participating chamber. So chambers have to participate with the Wyoming Chambers Health Benefit Plan. But then if you're a member of one of those participating chambers, you can have access. So there are currently 16 chambers from around the state that participate 
several of us in the community sit on the the board, uh, myself included. Uh, shared media is Jim Schellinger included. He's actually our president of our board. Um, but in it, really, it's designed to be um, something that people can offer to their employees. And 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 really, um, again, when we're talking about employee retention, we're Taking talking about of ours, right? all of that. But if anybody wants more information, we do have a couple of local agents here that could give them more information, and we can certainly give them a little bit. Uh, so give us a holler at the chamber or get a hold of Lori Ross or John Martin here in Sheridan. And if you need their information, please give us a holler. All right, Dixie, I, I've run out of time. Thank you for coming in this morning. I Thank greatly you. appreciate seeing you. You've, you've made this Monday much better, my friend. <laughs> uh, likewise. <laughs> All right. When we come back, we're going to speak with Sheridan Community Land Trust. You're listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE at 103.9 FM. Share. Your business deserves a strong partner. First Federal Bank and Trust provides cash management services to help your business collect, disperse, and manage funds. Whether you need merchant services or positive pay fraud protection, our team will find the tools that best support your business. Contact a cash management officer today by visiting efirstfederal.bank. First Federal Bank and Trust is your partner in success. Member FDIC. If time and money are important, you owe yourself to visit Valvoline Express Care for your next oil change or automotive repair. They perform quality oil changes quickly, no appointment necessary. They service all vehicle makes and models with products that exceed manufacturer specifications to ensure your new vehicle warranty remains intact. If your car needs new brakes, battery, tires, alignment, or has a check engine light on, they can take care of that too. Valvoline Express Care, powered by the brand you trust, 752 Coffeine Avenue. Mandy Kultiska from Century 21 BHJ Realty brings you this pet of the week from the dog and cat shelter. At eight months, Venus is super playful and quirky and just loves attention. If you have a lonely dog who needs someone to train, come and meet this wonderful girl today. Beauty is true to her name, inside and out. This kitty needs a warm lap and a family to play with. If this sweet little lady sounds right for your home, come and meet Beauty today. Who loves the people of Buffalo and their businesses? Range does. And they want you to stop by their pop-up event on Friday, June 16th from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. at Crazy Woman Square. Range is all about supporting the local and Main Street businesses that make Buffalo special. And they're showing their appreciation with a celebration. Pop on down for free coffee, juice, and donuts. And if you're a downtown Buffalo business with Range Fiber, then chat with their team to learn about their exciting internet service. Plan on Friday, June 16th, 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. at Crazy Woman Square on Main Street in Buffalo. Are you a Main Street business owner feeling the effects of ongoing construction? Do you miss the hustle and bustle of busy foot traffic and the sound of cash registers ringing? Don't worry, Sheridan Media is here to help. Sheridan Media is offering advertising specials for any business on Main Street from Dow to Coffeen. Let us help remind people that you're open and ready to do business with them, whether they use your front door or rear entrance. Not located on Main Street, but still want to support the community? We have a media package for you businesses that aren't on Main Street. Our goal is to keep Main Street thriving, and we believe that supporting one another is key to achieving that. Sheridan Media is an employee-owned, Sheridan-based company that cares about the success of our community. Don't let construction deter your business. Contact me, Jim Schellinger, at 672-7421. Don't contact Jim. 
Contact me, Julie Chadwick, at 307-461-1107. For more information, Sheridan Media is an employee-owned, Sheridan-based company that wants to keep our Main Street thriving. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, proudly brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. Joining us for the second half of the show this morning is Sheridan Community Land Trust Operations Manager, Rocio Gosende, and Director of Marketing and Development for Sheridan Community Land Trust, Mr. Chris Verba. Good morning, Land Trust. How are you guys doing? Great morning, Floyd. It's a Monday. It, it, you know, it's just got a Monday feel, but here's my deal. The weather outside is beautiful. It's, it's a good day to go for a walk, Chris. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely is. You know, it's summertime, Floyd, and that means the Livens SCLT. <laughs> nice. Nice. Rocio, how long have you been with the Land Trust? Um, almost a year, so about nine months this June. What does the operations manager do out there? Ooh, I'm the back-end genius. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the one um, they turn to in the dire well, times. She undersells right? herself, Floyd. Um, oh, I believe it. I believe it. Well, I focus more on like the database architecture, and I do all the fun stuff on the back end. Work closely with Chris and um, Brad Bauer, the executive, um, and helping with donor relations, fundraising, as well as managing events and all that fun stuff. So a lot of it is like the administrative type of work. Uh, you're the one that produces the numbers that we look at. You're the one that produces uh, a lot of the literature that, that comes out of there. Yeah, um, that's a good way of putting it. Um, so Chris and I split a lot of the forms responsibilities when people register for things. But other than that, yeah, I run the monthly reports. I also run projections and analyses of, you know, fundraising initiatives and all of that. Um, but I also support all of the program managers as well. And I supervise the discovery sessions, such as the avalanche training session that happened this winter. Now, so, yeah. so you're in the trenches. <laughs> you're yeah. in the trenches with the paperwork. That's where you're at, right? Got a lot going on, and I try to, you know, do things one at a time. That way I'm covering all of my bases. But, yeah, I'm support to pretty much every member of the team. Well, yeah, she's the glue that's holding everything together. <laughs> that way, you know, it affords, uh, you know, someone like me to just be able to go out there and be pretty, right? Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We all need someone in the back making sure that uh, the job's getting done. Right, Rocio? Yeah. What brought you uh, to Sheridan Community Land Trust? Um, well, at first I, I was working in the recreation sort of outdoor field. Um, I have my master's in recreation management and outdoor education. And so I also had a lot of administrative background. So this was the next step in my career that felt the most fitting for me to really focus on um, the monetary side rather than just the program side. Yeah. So I was able to support in that capacity, but also still learn on the job, which has been really great. I know we got some things to talk about, but I got a question for <laughs> you. When, when you got your master's degree, did you know it would be like in a 501c3 nonprofit type community that you would be looking for work was there anything specific about just the industry being that way that you sought after like did you go out looking for a 501c3 or did you think well wherever this degree takes me it takes me i was looking to own my own summer camp that's where it started 
Um, but with that, you have to learn a lot of other moving pieces. Yeah. And I think I'm still on that path and still on that journey. And it's been a really great opportunity to learn about conservation from a different lens and not just the education side. Absolutely. And uh, you know what? I'm confident that one day you'll probably have <laughs> your own summer camp. We'll see. <laughs> All right. Now, uh, you got some big trail news, my friend. Let me hear it. Big trail news. Can we? <laughs> Drummer. Drummer. <laughs> Crews are coming in today. We are going to start our summer build up on red grade trails. Fact. Last week, uh, our recreation program manager, Jared Koenig, uh, who was originally supposed to be in here but uh, can't be. That's why you get Because he's out with, there getting ready. That's why you get the pretty people like me, right? <laughs> uh, so he's out there working with the crews this morning as they're coming in and staging. So uh, they were actually out there flagging last week a uh, dedicated board member, Jim Sorensen, who's been part of the Red Grade Trails process from, uh, you know, soup to nuts, start to finish, however you want to put that phrasing, um, as well as our trail technician, Foster Eulen, was out there. So we had three people out there flagging some routes. Here's the plan. Do you want to know the plan? I want to know the plan. Uh, so if for those of you who have been up on the mountain, you would have seen uh, our new Aspen's trailhead. That's right there on Red Grade Road, right before you make that last little turn to get up top. It's a pretty obvious trailhead. It's right there um, and right on the road. We are going to connect two trails. One is a hiking biking trail another is a downhill biking trail only uh, and those will connect into what we have always used to call the upper loops but now that we got trail up on top of the mountain we can't call that the, uh, the upper loops <laughs> the, anymore the so, mid loops <laughs> uh, not even that they're really everything in basin springs is now down at the bottom of the trail system wow. right which is pretty dang cool so they're going to connect into that uh folks if you love getting to ride some of that single track and getting on that flow trail. Uh, that plan will be to have let them roll all the way down. So don't roll too hard or roll hard. However you want to do it, you can send it. Um, and then having that hiking, biking trail also gives people an opportunity to be able to get both up and down the mountain without having to go on red grade trails because for the first time if the build season goes as planned and we put a huge caveat on that because as we know mother nature and the mountain can conspire to make you mad sometimes she makes choices for you my friend exactly exactly like she did the weekend before and did for us this weekend because i thought i was going to get a plug all this awesome fencing work we didn't follow your ranch but hey it was a soaker super soaker of a weekend it will be rescheduled <laughs> yes um so stay tuned for that folks if you're interested in coming out and doing a barbecue and helping make uh make it a little easier for mule deer and elk to move around on the mountain uh chris i i think back to when you and i first started talking we're going on like three pandemic yeah i yeah. first met you over a cell phone from my old place that's right up on frackleton street now how long has red grade been in the works and i, I just feel like we're always sclt is always working on trails we've come a long way in that three years how is red grade one of those things that's just going to be forever worked on forever improved or, or, or do we have an end state well so there are a total of like 26 miles give or take 
that are uh, routes have been approved uh, and all of that's been permitted with whatever specific agency, be it the Forest Service, BLM, or, you know, of course, the state of Wyoming on the lower stuff. And really, that whole process began back, I want to say in like 2012, 2013. Wow. Like, so, yeah, the, the system as an idea uh, has really been this process that's moved along for, the, for a decade or more. So most point. of the work was before I even got involved and started yeah, talking to I, about uh, it. Yeah. You, what we call now the lower loops, both, uh, you know, the stuff accessible from base and Springs trailhead uh, got completed in 2015 and then 2017. And, and in fact, single track, the company out of Grand Junction, Colorado, uh, who did your, that upper portion down there, <laughs> up there. Oh, on gonna, the mountain. We're going to have to think of some better work for this. <laughs> <laughs> um, old, old upper, now lower. Uh, but like your uh, let them roll, your growler, your drifter uh, trails, single tracks coming back this summer, and they're going to be working to connect those trails. Uh, another company is K4 out of Sturgis, South Dakota, is coming in, and they'll also be working up there. Now, uh, so fast forward to where we're going with that, you know, I would love to tell you in a year or two, we're going to have that trail system fully developed. Uh, Floyd, I tell you what, we can get it done for you. If you got your checkbook, right? you can uh, get it out. Uh, you are going to want to put two commas in there because wow. uh, it, it would be, it'd be approximately a million dollars um, to finish out what's left of that system. Now here's the cool part. It's not like you have to get it done in one year, although we would love to be able to get it done quickly. And anybody out there in Sheridan Media Land who's listening, you can make a tax-deductible uh, donation to help connect more people to land and history through the Red Grade Trail system. Uh, Wyo Gives is coming up, and we do have a $20,000 match going for that. There's a 10000 pre-raise and then a 10000 day of. Uh, and Wyo Gives itself is July 12th. You can check out more about it on our website. That's Sheridan CLT, like communitylandtrust.org. However, um, you know, it's also the type of system that can be built over the course of time. And now you said, you know, will it ever just be done? And the answer to that is absolutely not. We can finish building miles to it. But just because that trail system's out there, you got to maintain it, and that takes Absolutely. work and effort every year as well. So thankfully, we have some amazing volunteers. We had nearly 50 out there on May 2nd helping us get Hidden Hoot Trail ready for the season. That is great uh, to hear. That's a good number. Yeah, yeah and uh, I believe there'll be some opportunities coming up a little later this summer to do some extra work up on red grade trails, too. So we're only because there's still snow in spots of it. Now, most of the mountains open accessible and the flowers are really blooming. Uh, but there are, uh, you know, there's still have to assess some of the upper, upper stuff right now. Went camping uh, this week, this past week. Still snow where we were where we were up camping as well. Uh, it's still quite a bit. And, you know, the bigger piles are still out there. Uh, and it just kind of surprised me this late. I was just expecting wet. I wasn't expecting snow. Now, uh, tell me about the pocket nature guy that now goes with red grade trails. This thing's beautiful. Um, you know, uh, it, one reason why I bring it up is because... You brought some in, but at the same time, my wife and I were out on some trails this this past week, and we 
wished that that Google traveled with us, right? Because we'd come across a flower or we'd come across a bird and we'd have to try and remember. So we'd just take a quick picture and look it up when we get back. With this trail guide, I don't need the internet. I can go right up Redgate Trails and this has got all the information that I need. Tell me a little bit about what's in here. All right, well, we do have some wildflowers in here. We have some trees and shrubs. And we also have the birds that you mentioned. And we also have quite a few insects mentioned in here as well. Um, there's some brief descriptions in it. That way you can truly identify them as best as possible. Some like light descriptions based on height, based on coloring, approximations of just like how big or small they are. Um, and really trying to make it as easy as possible for you to recognize what's around you. Um, so it's pretty exciting. And yeah, it is super pretty. It's kind of glossy if you haven't seen it. Um, so come and get one. And it is actually a pocket guide. It does fit in your pocket. And it's just, <laughs> it's just got a wealth of information, folks. Um, and, and it's really beautifully presented. Not, not like a lot of literature attached to this. This is literally a pocket guide about what I might see when I'm out and about. And just opening this up today, I can tell you I've just learned something. I didn't know we had checkers around here, buddy. I did not know we had checkers this far in. That's pretty cool. Uh, a, a small bird, for those who, doesn't, who don't oh, know what a chucker okay. is. Chuckers. <laughs> uh, yeah. Chuckers, excuse me. I thought okay. they were, I thought right, they look, were limited like, over there to Idaho, but chuckers, yeah. Uh, man, I'm not even playing chess this morning. <laughs> Monday. Yeah, uh, uh, good old checkers. Now, this pocket guide is available uh, where, Chris? Where can I pick one of these up? You can come on down to our office. That is at 52 South Main. We are right above the Chamber of Commerce office, uh, so South Main and Work Street. Or you can also go to our website, there is a link right there where you can RSVP your guide. Now, here's where I will say, uh, thanks to the courtesy and kindness of Carol and Sam Mavrakis of the Seidler Foundation, we were able to produce 1,000 of these. I got oh, 500 out the door already. So they're already half gone. Uh, so it is a limited supply. Uh, we do ask if you want one, please sign up and get them. You can reserve them. Uh, you know. We're not asking any money for them. If you want it mailed, we do ask you give us at least 10 bucks to cover the postage on that. Uh, however, you know, any donations accepted. Uh, it certainly will help more guides like these get produced because not that we're surprised per se uh, that folks want to know what's on the mountain and have really responded to these guides. But uh, I didn't think I'd get 500 out the door in a couple of weeks. Oh, either. yeah, that's a great you know, response. Like a, yeah, yeah, it's just absolutely, absolutely just so exciting to know so many people want to have this resource. And, you know, for some people, they've been going to Red Grade a lot. And for others, this might be the real entry point to help get them out the door and exactly. be able to connect with the mountain and really be able to explore beautiful Bighorn's backyard. And, you know, if you're out there uh, – and not sure what you want to do this weekend, come over to Red Grade Trails. It, you know, uh, Bighorn Trail Run's coming up this weekend. So, you know, absolutely, if you can help them, go do that. 
they, they always need some hands up there. There's going to be a ton of people up in the Dayton area and up in the northern part of the Bighorns this weekend. If you don't want to be a part of that, it's a fantastic time to get down to the southern side of the mountains and, uh, you know, come on down to Red Grade and get on the trails. Man, it is absolutely beautiful. We have a super bloom going, a wildflowers. Like there's ain't nothing like the big horns in June. Man. That's right. And what's really great about this pocket guide, and I'm glad that you said it, Chris, when I get one of these, this may be the reason I head up to the mountain. Let's yeah. let's you know, we could play just a quick bingo type game with your family out there walking around. Hey, go find me one of these. Go see if you can see one of those. I mean, I think that would be great. And it teaches uh, kids and the rest of us in the family just exactly what we're looking at right here in our own area, which uh, I think is absolutely amazing. Now, something else going on in our area. We've got a mountain bike discovery night on the way. This is something that I absolutely love to put forth. Uh, Myself and Ron Richter both really want to jump on these when they come in uh tell me about uh the the mountain bike discovery nights all right so we do have two coming up um so the first one coming up is actually tomorrow it's going to be at hidden who trail from 6 to 7 30 and this is targeted for beginners um, but we will have also a section for like faster paced intermediate and an advanced group um, just in case we do have a huge interest and a lot of people come we can always accommodate and then June 20th, we have another one, and this will be on the Red Gray Trails at Poverty Flat Trailhead from 6 to 7.30 as well. And this one is targeted more for intermediate and advanced riders, and please bring a helmet. Helmets are required. We will not provide them, but please show up with a helmet. Um, yes. You need one if you're going to be riding. It's just responsible. Nobody wants to. Nobody wants to scrape up somebody because they suffered a TBI because it it can happen. Oh, so, oh I've, uh, I've got a military just... captain that I served under, and uh, he had such a, a massive accident and on a trail, on a mountain bike. Uh, he was out of commission for close to a month, and when he was done, he brought his helmet in to show the damage that that helmet had taken for his head. I am a strong supporter of helmets in every single situation. Chris, I've got one minute left, my friend. Tell me about uh, when in bloom. Oh, excuse me. I got two minutes. Tell me about in bloom. Uh, well, uh, so coming up on Saturday, September 9th, we have uh, Matthew Kaufman, who is the Wyoming Migration Initiative Director. Uh, so it would be a fantastic time. We'll have RSVP information up soon. But more importantly, uh, we're looking for anyone who might have the ability to donate items to our live auction, silent auction. Uh, all those proceeds help connect more people to land and history right here in Sheridan County. That's where SCLT does our work. Uh, so if you have the opportunity to do that, call our office. Our number is 307-673-4702, or you can email Rocio directly. That's office at Sheridan, CLT, like communitylandtrust.org, or simply just come to our website. You know, one thing about uh, Sheridan Community Land Trust, uh, I've got you guys on as often as I do. And and I should have you on even more because you've got the history programs, you've got the discovery sessions, you've got unplugged supporting we didn't science. Even talk kids. about a bat walk in a park today. I know. And let me tell you, you come out to that on the 29th, you'll be able to see 
you'll be able to see the bat come in on the screen right before it flies over your head. It's an absolutely fantastic experience. It's a partnership with Science Kids. You can learn more about that on our website, too. All right, Chris, I got to go. I appreciate you both so yeah, much. Thanks for having us. You guys have been t- listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Share. your cash in a high-yield account is a simple way to save. First Federal Bank and Trust's high-yield online savings account comes with a competitive interest rate and local service from people you know. Open the account from the convenience of your computer or mobile device and watch your savings grow. Visit efirstfederal.bank to open your account today or check out our deposit specials. First Federal Bank and Trust, helping our customers succeed since 1935. Member FDIC. It's soon to be Father's Day, so whether he's an outdoor enthusiast, a collector, or simply appreciates the finer things in life, a William Henry knife from Legacy Diamond and Gems is the perfect companion for any occasion. With their razor-sharp blades and ergonomic designs, these limited-edition knives are not just tools, they are works of art that reflect the unique personality of their owner. At Legacy Diamond and Gems, we are proud to support products made in the USA, like William Henry Henry Knives, exclusively available at Legacy Diamond and Gems, 11 North Main Street in downtown Sheridan. I'm here today with Candace Crane from Sheridan Honda and Power Sports. Tommy, hi. We at Sheridan Honda are proud to support those who have served and sacrificed so much for our country. And to show our appreciation, Honda is offering select U.S. military personnel and their spouses to receive $1,000 towards any 2023 Honda vehicle when you finance or lease through Honda Financial. Wow, $1,000? Really? On any new Honda? That's right, and it's from now until the 4th of July. Hats off to all those who serve. Stop into Sheridan Honda and save. In this day and age, everyone's looking for a great value deal. Well, look no further than your locally owned McDonald's. The $3.50 value deal is available at your McDonald's in Sheridan, Buffalo, and Gillette. Choose from a McDouble, hot and spicy, or six-piece chicken McNuggets, plus a small fry for $3.50. Now that is the value. Don't forget to download the McDonald's app for even more great deals. Look no further for a great value deal than your locally owned McDonald's in Sheridan, Buffalo, and Gillette. Attention all you little toads. Quiet while I'm speaking. It is I, English hammer-throwing champion 1969, or as most of you know me, Headmistress Trenchbull. Your presence is required at the Wyo Theatre on June 14th through the 17th at 7pm for performances of Wyo Plays' Matilda the Musical Junior. All those who do not go to the Wyo Theatre box office or wyotheatre.com to purchase tickets will be sent to Chokey. Unleash your outdoor aces this summer with the help of C&B Supply, your one-stop shop for tools and yard supplies. At C&B Supply, they understand that a well-stocked toolbox is essential for any outdoor project. They have just the items to help you fill it. From grills to gardening to landscaping, they've got you covered. C&B Supply is here to transform your yard into a summer paradise. Visit C&B Supply on Heartland Drive Monday through Friday 7.30 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. and Saturday 8 to 3. 103.9 FM is News Talk 930 KROE Sheridan KROE